Monster Hearts 2 is a tabletop roleplay game by Avery Alder, powered by the Apocalypse World Engine. It's about the messy lives of teenagers who are secretly monsters. This podcast contains adult themes and language. It explores the terror of having a body that is changing without your permission and themes of sexual exploration, alienation, shame, and self-destruction. Listener discretion is advised. Are you looking for a comfortable and exclusive home away from home? Look no further than the Elk Lodge in beautiful Port Tallulah. Come escape the stress of city life in lush forest surroundings, featuring privately owned lands and game, meaning no hunting license required to bag your trophy. Once you've caught your biggest game, our on-site taxidermist will make sure that your souvenir is well-preserved, and... When it's time to relax and celebrate the spoils of your sport, our world-class chefs will indulge you with a meal of finest cuisine, made from your prey. After dinner, take advantage of our clubhouse with billiards, darts, and a 12-foot projection television. Or, melt away your stress with our outdoor fireplace and jacuzzi, open to all members. The Elk Lodge is the place to be for casual or experienced hunters. We look forward to making your time with us worth your while. Welcome everybody to Tabled Hearts, our Monster Hearts 2 actual play podcast. I am your MC Dingo, and today we are doing another boner episode. This is bonus episode number three, and today I am just joined with Steven. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi everybody, I'm Steven. Today I will be playing Noah, a werewolf who's in trouble. Well, I am in trouble though. Did you say a loner episode or a boner episode i said a i said a boner episode (laughs) just wanted to make sure i heard you correctly yeah that's what we've been calling the bonus episodes we've been calling them the boner episodes perfect so far nobody's actually popped a boner in a boner episode from what i remember pretty sure no that's not true that's not true actually i think does popped a boner (laughs) um last time because of lucas believe it or not well that katie was mad i made a roll to turn someone on. <laughs> but yeah, we're going to be doing a little bit of extra content, just me and Steven today. So let's jump right into it. I'm scared. Don't be scared. It's fine. Steven, I know you said that last last we, last we left off. I know you said you were going to be mad if you were in a cage. Yeah, something like that. So don't be mad. I'm. I'm not mad. Noah's probably met. Well, Noah, when you when you come to, I think before you even open your eyes, you sort of get the first thing that you sort of realize is your is the scent around you, naturally, being what you are. You smell dirt and almost like um forest and leaves and mold and it's like everything smells damp and it's the second thing you notice is that it's very cold and when you open your eyes you are in you are in the dark and as your eyes kind of 
adjust. Well, actually, you tell me how did how does uh, how is Noah's night vision since the uh, since the change? Yeah, I think it like you were saying it does take a while to adjust, but I think it adjusts more than like just a natural human's vision. Mm-hmm. I th- I think it it turns more into a night vision after after uh, a few minutes of adjusting. Yeah, and as you adjust, you sort of see that you are in what looks to be some kind of unfinished stone basement room. There's a door on the other side of the room that's closed. Uh, just a pretty solid looking metal door, and to your right you notice that there are kind of like gaps in the stone wall, but you can't really see what's on the other side of those gaps in this dirt floor room. You don't, you don't really hear anything other than like a dripping somewhere. What do you do? I think Noah would take his time and, and sit up, rub the knot on his head. And, um, I think, you know, seeing those those holes in the walls, I think that'd be the first thing he went to. Maybe you could look around, see a landmark, find out where he is. Yeah, you you don't really, this room isn't very big, so you don't see a whole lot. But as you're kind of going, as you're kind of moving um, against the wall and to the, to the wall to your right, you, you start noticing upon closer inspection that there are these, like, large gouges and scrapes all over these walls and when you approach the gap you can see they're pretty sizable gaps like probably enough to put your hand through but not like enough to actually get through you see that there is another dark room similar to your own on the other side and you can't make out all you can really make out is that there is a there is a figure like a dark figure laying on the ground, but you can sort of hear them softly breathing. I think Noah would call out to whoever that is. Um, hello? It takes a moment before they kind of roll over, and you hear them sharply inhale, and they start to kind of crawl in the direction of your voice, and... As they get closer, you you realize that it's it's your sister. It's Lena. Lena, what? Um, are you okay? She doesn't say anything at first. She just kind of rubs her eyes, and you can see that she's like blinking. You suspect she hasn't quite adjusted to the dark like you have yet. But she she sort of says, "Noah, Noah, where are you?" I'm I'm over this way, just over here. Yeah, she she crawls towards you, and you can see that she's starting to adjust a little bit more. And she finds the the gaps in the walls, and she she looks at you through them, and you can tell she looks like a mess. She's dirty. She's kind of like it, it, as almost like she fell in some mud. Or her hair is just wrecked, and she she looks tired. And she sort of um. She reaches her hand through the through the gap in the wall, and she sort of squeezes your hand and pulls it back. Lena, do you, do you remember how you got here? I I don't remember anything. I remember I remember running off into the woods. I remember seeing somebody. I remember trying to find you, and 
Uh, our house. Noah, where are we? I don't, I don't know. I think maybe we're in like McNeil's basement. Who's McNeil? He's this professor at, at school. I, I saw him some time ago, right before, well, he rubs his head again and he's like, right before I woke up here. What happened? Are you okay? Yeah, I'm alright. I'm a little, little fuzzy, thoughted, but I'm, I'm okay. I remember I was looking for you in the woods and there was this cabin and I remember McNeil was there and, and then he like, he comes to the realization that he remembers that Marco is there as well. Mm-hmm. He's like, and, and Marco too. And I, I tried to stop him, but I don't know. I just felt a thud and I wonder how long I've been out. Yeah. She kind of, she starts looking around and quickly gives up. I, I don't know. I don't know how long we've been here. I don't know what's going on. I, I feel weird. I feel like I can hear everything and smell everything and like I'm like my like there's this static underneath my skin. Yeah. I know. I, it's hard, but you get a a little used to it. I think she she lays down sort of in the dirt and she's sort of looking at you through one of the lower gaps in the wall and she says Oh, what did you do to me? I don't, I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't remember. All I remember was, I don't know, lashing out for some reason. And I woke up, and he looks down, and I think there's like still blood on him. And he's like, and there was blood, and then you just you ran off. I was trying to find you. I was. I was. I am. I, I am. I'm so sorry, Lena. You're sorry. Well, that's... Well, that's nice of me to say. Yeah, that's nice of you to say. Just rest. I'm going to try and find a way out of here. And I think he stands up away from the wall and, like, takes a better look around now that you can see a little better. Is there any means of escape? Not that you can... There's no... There is a door, but... I mean, you could probably put two and two together that it's probably locked. He's going to try and run through it. I was going to say <laughs> such as say you couldn't try. <laughs> um, I want you to... He, he, he steps back all the way to the wall and takes a deep breath that just like runs shoulder first. <laughs> okay, are you, are you doing this just with your, with your normal human self? See... Yeah, and the only reason I say that is he's he doesn't have control, right? Uh, over it quite. So so yeah, with his normal human self. Okay, go ahead and roll to lash out. Actually, roll to run away. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's the same uh, it's the same stat. Roll with volatile. <laughs> so that's a five. Why? The same exact. Roll is your test roll. I told you it was a it was a it was a good omen. <laughs> Someone has cursed me. Yeah. So yeah, Lucas has cursed you. <laughs> Mark experience. Alright. At least something good came out of that. You make a dent in the door, but it doesn't it other than that, it doesn't really 
you make a, a shoulder size dent in the door, but it doesn't really budge. And you kind of realize that there are quite a few shoulder size dents in this in this sturdy metal door. And I don't think you take harm or anything, but that's when you you start to hear voices outside the door somewhere not too far away. And one of them you can you can't understand what they're saying, but you can recognize one as Marco. They have a pretty distinctive voice and you you feel like you recognize the other one, but you can't really place it. I think Noah just starts yelling like, "Hey! Hey! <laughs> let me out of here!" Hey! <laughs> I think Banging Lena, on the door. <laughs> Lena um you hear her sort of groan and say, Noah, do you really think that's going to work? They're just going to open the door and let you out? No, they're going to open the door and I'm going to tear into them. Come here. <laughs> let me get a piece of you. <laughs> yeah, I think she she starts laughing a little bit. Um, <laughs> and she, um, she sort of, in the midst of her laughing, kind of groans and doubles over. Even in the most confusing, dire situations, you are just goofy as always. Well, I mean, at least you can count on me for something, he says, like, pressing his back to the door and sliding down to the ground. Yeah, you know, whatever whatever change you've gone through, I guess, it's good to know you're still you. Of course I'm still me. Who else would I be? William Shatner? God, I hope not. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think he laughs at that too. I guess it just gives me hope that I can still be me, if that makes sense. I'm sorry, I know we're both in this, and I'm making it a lot about me, but... Yeah, it's, it's okay. I mean, it's probably my fault you're here. You know what, Noah, I... This feels like the worst time to get angry. But this whole time I've been saying we should have just gone home. Why wouldn't you let me take you home? I don't know. I felt like I had something to prove. I felt like I was getting control of it. I felt like I could be a... And he, like, chuckles to himself. And he's like, hero or something. A hero? I don't know. I just... I thought I could use this to my advantage. That I could... Be powerful for once, that I could mean something, and just felt like I was close to unraveling it all. Really? Because to me, it sounded like you were nowhere near unraveling it all, and that you were just lashing out at everything. I was just trying to control it. On your own? I didn't. He sighs. He puts his hands up to his face, he rests his face and his palms on his knees, and he just says, I didn't want you to get hurt. Yeah, well, that worked out great. Yep. Some hero I am. <laughs> I'm sorry about it, for real. I, I, didn't, I didn't want to bother you with this. I wish you had. I wish you had sooner. I wish you you always try to do things on your own, and it just doesn't... It Sometimes you just need help and that's okay in fact that's better and i don't know what i could have done but we could have we could have we could have come up with something hell we could have built our own basement 
to keep you in. And at least I could have put some flowers in there or something and made it nice. Instead of now, we're in this dirt hole. Yeah, maybe flowers would have smelt a little better. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what they kept in here before, but it's awful. Dead bodies, probably. Okay, that's great. That makes me feel great. Speaking about that, I think he's going to get up again and go sniff it. Yeah, you you start picking up on something rotten in here, and it sends kind of a chill down your spine because it's everywhere underneath you, underneath this this dirt. And it's around it's around that time that the door opens. You hear it sort of creak as it swings open, and it it quickly shuts. And you see two people in front of you. You see Marco. And then you see the bartender from Comets. Which one? <laughs> you would you would recognize you would recognize him as Felix. Mm. And here I was. Here I was thinking it was Nikki. I was like, aha, I was right. <laughs> <laughs> no, you see Felix and he's uh he moves to kind of stand in the corner with his arms crossed he's very tall and lanky and he's a little for as like small as he is he's very overbearing as he kind of just he almost looks like he's picking you apart with his eyes and marco runs up to you and they they sort of kneel down to where you are sniffing at the ground and they they sort of reach out and tap you a little bit are you are you okay i didn't hit you too hard did I? You're lucky that I'm not ripping your head off right now. That's fair. That's totally fair. I I didn't mean for you to find out like this, Noah. I swear. To find out what? And he stands up. Yeah, they uh they stand up with you and they take a step back and they look very sheepish and their mouth opens and closes like they're not quite sure what to say. I I I guess that I didn't mean I didn't, I didn't mean for you to get caught. I didn't mean for you to find out that I'm sort of working with McNeil. I can explain. I can totally explain. I would just I'm, squints at him. <laughs> they sort of deflate. I I know this seems far-fetched and I know what you're going to think, but I'm I'm telling the truth, man. I'm you're a werewolf hunter. Well, yes and no. We are. I can see that you've put two and two together on that one. Listen, I watch the sci-fi channel just as much as you do. <laughs> I know what's going on. I got those radar guns where you can smell the future. <laughs> <laughs> they laugh and they, they sort of... They put their hands on their on their waist. I, I mean, we're not quite that advanced yet, but yeah, some something like that. It's it's this old freaking fraternity, and even the sorority is in on it. It's this old hunting thing, and I mean, we do hunt, do legitimately go hunting sometimes. I guess if you say the word hunt one more time. I'm going to bite your head off. But we also... Tell jokes? 
put balloons together at birthday parties? Believe it or not, McNeil is not really the joking type, nor is he really the birthday kind of guy. Well, bring him here, and I'll give him a present. (sighs) No, I know you... I know what you think you can do. You're not exactly subtle. That whole spiel in the hallway at school, you basically gave yourself away. And I've been trying to keep McNeil off of you this whole time. Oh, really? Really. So I guess you want me to be thankful or something? No, I'm not saying you've got to be thankful. I just... What do you What do you want, Marco? I want you to be okay. Okay, I'm all right. Look at me, I'm standing up. There's a welt on my head thanks to you, but I'm, I'm all right. Roll to shut someone down. This will probably be like a three. Well, how good's your cold? No. <laughs> Is it a three? Oh my god, no, it's a four. <laughs> <laughs> so close. What? What is going on with my rolls? I need new dice. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, roll 20. Can you just give us a a fresh, fresh set of dice, please? I need some fresh dice. I think Felix in the corner pipes up and he says, you know, you're awfully surly for someone who's kind of fucked. Am I supposed to be scared of you or something? He smiles. No, I mean... There's not a whole lot I can do to you, but you're asking for McNeil, and that's a that's a pretty shitty idea. So, is he like a black belt or something? <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a black belt. He's a black belt in kicking werewolf ass. That's all the guy does. Well, maybe we could. Give him some fun. If he enjoys it so much. I mean, and like, Noah puts his arms up and looks around. He's like, not like I'm doing anything else right now. So what, you want some kind of like tournament fight to the death? We'll put you in the, in the, I was going to say bone pit. That's not a good sentence to say. We'll put you in the ring and you two can just duke it out. Rocky Balboa style. I was thinking more like flying elbows off the turnbuckle, but yeah, something like that. (laughs) Noah, for what it's worth, they're telling the truth. And they're not just trying to help you either. Noah rolls his eyes real big. All right. Well, okay. Well, if you're here trying to help me, and he looks over at Marco, then you'll let us go. Marco kind of looks down. It's, It's a lot easier to be preventative than it is to just it's a lot easier to prevent you getting caught in the first place than it is to just let you go because now mcneil knows that you are here and he's got definite proof of what you are right and if i let you go he's just gonna find you again and probably kill me in the process oh so you're putting this one on me then no i fuck i okay There are options. I can open that door and let you... Let you blast yourself across this cabin and fight McNeil. If that is what you want. And I'll... I'll stay out of it. Or... I can... I've given this a lot of thought. I I can see about maybe faking your death. That would be kind of hard to go to school. 
You'd have to really avoid McNeil, and I don't know how you do that, and also get your degree. But Or there's something that Felix and I have been working on for not a long time, but a little bit of time. Noah leans back and crosses his arms, and he's like, all right, give it to me. I mean, you've seen the sci-fi channel. I feel like you know what I'm going to say. Not this time. Felix has been working on me every time we capture a werewolf to try and find a cure. So you're telling me that you're really the good guys here? I, I guess. I mean, granted, not great. Then what's McNeil want? McNeil just wants werewolves out of Port Tallulah. He likes the thrill of the hunt. But I think I can convince him to let me use you as a guinea pig. I'll tell you what, Marco. How about you let me use you as a guinea pig first? And then when I get done, you can have your turn. Is that some kind of euphemism or... And I think Noah punches him. Go! <laughs> Lash out physically. <laughs> and I think he yells too, like, <laughs> I want to see this hot, volatile roll, see how yeah. this goes. Here we go, here we go. Yeah! Punch you, Marco. All right, eight. an eight! I actually hit them this time. You actually did it! You, okay, so on a partial success, they learn something about your true nature and gain a string on you. The MC decides how bad the harm turns out, or you become your darkest self. Let's wolf out. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. Um, what does this What does this transfer transformation look like in this moment? I think I hit them and knock them off their feet, and I think maybe the camera would shift to Marco's point of view, and then like Noah's like leaning over him, like about to hit him again, and like suddenly like his his shirt just like <laughs> like starts getting a little bigger. And like his arms fur out and his it is his mouth turns and then we, we see him turn into the shadows and everything goes quiet for a second. And then I think out of that, Noah just bolts in, in full wolf form, uh, straight for the door. Yeah, I think you I mean, you just decked Marco. They're completely unconscious in the dirt, and Felix is going like, Oh fuck, 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 not again. And he opens he's opening the door and runs out so the door is open for you to burst through as you are growling and howling i assume oh yeah certainly frothing at the mouth probably i think noah like a dog running across the kitchen floor like is going so quickly that when he gets to the door he like skids and slides for a second <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> like before he can actually line up with the door and and grab uh, and and like go out but yeah just howling and snarling like it's going to get Felix. It's going to try at least. <laughs> and he's like, come here. <laughs> you try, are you trying to actually get Felix? Yeah. Okay. Um. Oh, man. Is this a... He just pounces on him. <sighs> <laughs> Roll to turn someone on. <laughs> I'm going to go with that one because you already rolled to lash out physically. Strange. You learned something about... Uh characters doing this this is my game everyone in my game is attracted to werewolves sounds appropriate that's just that's just the law of the land got a seven uh on a seven they can either give you a string or choose one of the reactions no okay so i think this is how this plays out go ahead and i'm gonna i'm gonna let you have both i'm gonna give you a string on felix 
And <laughs> as you you manage to pounce and grab Felix and they are under he's underneath you and you feel something strange against your leg. I think Wolf Noah or Nathan as he's sometimes called mm-hmm. kind of like glances down and like looks back up at Felix and then kind of just like <laughs> looks at him for a moment mm-hmm. and then just kind of like gets up and continues down the hall. As you're sort of as you're looking up from Felix, that's when you hear the the cock of a gun and it's it's coming from behind you. And you hear, you hear Professor McNeil say, I assume you're looking for me. Yeah, Noah turns, shows his teeth. Ah, ah, ah. And he is holding a gun up to Lena's head. And he says, down boy. Noah tries to think, but he's not quite in control. Oh, God. And he fights with himself for a moment. I would actually like you to roll to keep your cool, since you're fighting with yourself. Tell me what you're afraid of. I don't know. I'm not afraid of, like, losing control and, like, leaping towards McNeil. Mm-hmm. I think more scared that Lena would get hurt. He's afraid that she's going to get more hurt. Yeah. That she already is, yeah. Yes, roll with cold. Your favorite stat. Yeah, I know, right? I'm not bathed in moonlight or anything, am I? You are not bathed in moonlight. You are bathed in the soft oil lamp glow of a cabin. Cool. You are bathed in the scent of rich leathers. Oh, man. You Um, were on such a good roll there for a minute. I know, right? Oh, so you got a three. It was a three. But hey, one more and I level up again. (laughs) (laughs) How many times have you leveled up? Because I feel like... This will be the fourth time, I think. Holy crap. Let me double check. Yeah, this would be the fourth time. Aren't you close to getting like a... Isn't the fifth one like a... um, You belong to a wolf pack or something like that? Um, That's the sixth one. Oh, okay. I've become a wolf wizard next level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think because like he can't keep his cool, I think the animal blood like takes over. I think like he doesn't hear what McNeil says. Because all he can hear is the thumping of his heart and, like, the blood running through his ears. And he just leaps at McNeil to tear his head off. All right. All right. Yes, I do like this. But because you've gotten a three, as you you hear this pounding in your ears and your vision goes red for a moment and you leap towards McNeil, and as you leap towards McNeil, you realize... You go to tear his head off and you realize the hands in front of you look normal and you sort of stumble for a minute and you feel almost weakened and you are no longer your darkest self. Well, darn it. (laughs) Yeah, I I think Noah would uh, hesitate for a second and be like, no. (laughs) He looks at his hands and just like disappears from the situation in, in his mind. But he's like, why aren't you working? What? <laughs> Why aren't you working? Do it. Do the thing. Do the thing. And then he yeah, like... we hear this sort of like internal monologue. <laughs> right. McNeil turns his uh, turns his gun towards you and sort of bashes you and hits you, so you go rolling, sort of across the 
across the cabin towards the fireplace. You a little, get a little singed. Um, Do I happen to take one harm and have to skirt death? No, I don't think it's I don't think it's enough to hurt you. But yeah, he he turns his gun back on Lena, and he looks at you again. Do you want to rethink that? Listen, she's got nothing to do with this. Let her go. <sighs> it's funny you should say that. What exactly? What this do you think she's not a part of? You and me. I know you've been after me for a while. Thought you were like a stalker or something. Oh, you thought we were exclusive. That's awkward. No, you're not my only mark. She's the same as you. I should have known. Now, if you would go quietly back into your little cage. I'm not going back in there. He pulls the trigger. Wow. And that's where we're going to end. I'm sorry, Steven. <laughs> now I have to rip his head off, sew it back on, and rip it off again. <laughs> I mean. Wow. He deserves it. Yeah. I fully support you doing this. If <laughs> if your, if your roles if would roles just support are, your, you yeah, doing this. Yeah. Nice. Wow. But yeah, let's uh let's wrap this up. I forget how we do this. Steven, why don't you do a little outro for us? Who are you? What do you do? Where can we find you? Hi everybody. Hi everybody. I'm Steven. I don't really do much. I'm on a few shows around the uh, Twitcherverse. But if you want to hang out or talk about how sad I am now, uh, feel free to do so. You can find me at, uh, on Twitter at wolfwizard underscore. And it's always a delight to play with Dingo. She keeps me on my toes. I try. Also, Steven wrote an RPG called The Deep Dark. It is very good. Steven, you should plug yourself for that because it's awesome. Yeah, you can find The Deep Dark. It's a dungeon delving game about helping your friends and keeping your promises all while fighting monsters and getting loot you can find that in pdf form at drive through rpg uh, my pinned tweet has a link and you can also find the uh, paper copy the physical copy on lulu just search for the deep dark it's the first one that comes out awesome i'm dingo i've been your mc today you can find me on twitter at where's my dingus I do a bunch of stuff on Off the Tables channel. I do some stuff on Pro Restarters channel. I do some stuff on everywhere. I'm everywhere. But you can find about everything I do on my Twitter. And please, please, please go follow Off the Table at off underscore the table. That's where you're going to be able to get updates about all of the Twitch streams that they do. There's a ton of tabletop RPG streams on there. They are all really, really good. High quality content. Love it. So go follow them there. And if you like what we're doing, please uh, don't forget to rate us on iTunes and leave a little review. I like reading the reviews. It's really nice. You guys are awesome. Thank you so, so, so much for listening. Yep. Thanks. Uh, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.